and welcome back to this episode of the PGF podcast. This episode is going to be all about stress and the way that it is impacting your fat loss progress, your fat loss results. And as someone who is currently planning a wedding, trying to buy a house and is a solo female business owner, I know a thing or two about stress. So as we all know, the thing that creates fat loss is a calorie deficit. So eating less than you are burning, it creates an energy deficit. And then to make up for that deficit, your body starts using fat as an energy source and therefore you reduce the amount of fat, lose body weight, all of those sorts of things. However, stress is a massive factor that can slow down your rate of weight loss um, and also make fat loss significantly harder. And we're gonna talk about stress in a little bit more detail and the impact that it's having on your body Um, and hopefully give you some ways that you can minimize stress in order to help you achieve your goals. So regardless of how stressed you are, as long as you are in a calorie deficit, you will still be losing body fat. That's just the law of energy balance and nothing is going to kind of come in the way of that law. However, stress does make fat loss and weight loss harder for multiple reasons. So the first thing is that it can disguise progress due to water retention. When you're stressed, you're more likely to retain water, which means that as you lose body fat, which will happen because you're in a calorie deficit, your body weight may stay the same or appear to be staying the same because of the water that you're retaining due to the stress that you are that you're going through and like the high levels of cortisol that is in your body so the first thing that stress can do is just disguise fat loss that is happening now this obviously makes fat loss a little bit harder because it can be quite um disheartening and feel really difficult when you're putting in so much effort and feel like you're not actually being rewarded for that effort however you are still losing body fat it's just that the stress and the water retention as a result of that is kind of hiding the progress that you're making um Stress can also lower your ability to regulate your mood. So you may find that when you're stressed that you're um, a lot more irritable, that you find yourself like feeling a lot snappier, that you find um, that, you know, little annoying things that people are doing are really getting to you and you're finding it really, really hard to regulate your mood um, in the way that you would usually. I definitely find this and poor Sam has to deal with some very hangry moments, you know, and that is just part of being in a deficit, but it's also part of high levels of stress and the problem with not being able to regulate your mood is that it's a lot harder to make decisions that are positive for you or that are in alignment with your goals when you are sad you know like people tend not to emotionally overeat when they're happy people tend to do it when they're sad or when they're angry and we use it to um, help comfort us and help deal with difficult emotions that we feel uncomfortable when we feel them <laughs> so if you can you know um remain in a good place with your mood regulation if you can um deal with those emotions and get through those emotions in a healthy way then you're less likely to use food um as a source of comfort and obviously if you're using food as a source of comfort if you're more likely to overeat because you're having a lot of these difficult emotions that you can't deal with then you're likely to take yourself out of that calorie deficit because the foods that we tend to go for when we're feeling stressed when we're feeling anxious when we're feeling angry are foods that are usually hyper palatable um and not as nutrient dense um, but quite calorie dense and therefore are quite likely to take us out of the calorie deficit that we're trying to create 
Stress can also have an adverse effect on sleep. Um, so when we're really, really stressed, we might have loads of things running through our mind um, and it can be more difficult to get to sleep, to stay asleep and to have um, good quality sleep. And again, like I said before, as long as you're in a calorie deficit, you will lose body fat. Sleep isn't gonna stop you losing body fat, but again, it makes it harder to remain in that calorie deficit because when you are sleep deprived, your ability to regulate your appetite is reduced. So you're more likely to get um, cravings for high carbohydrate, high sugar foods to help you um, kind of overcome the the energy dip that you're experiencing through lack of sleep. And just general appetite regulation kind of goes out the window where you're gonna be more hungry, you're gonna have more cravings. And again, all of those things aren't gonna help with fat loss. because your appetite is going to be greater than it usually is and you're going to feel like you're fighting against your body so much more so stress is affecting sleep which is affecting appetite regulation and finally stress can have an adverse effect on digestion so you may find it harder to digest um, in general harder to digest certain foods in particular and overall you're probably going to feel a little bit more bloated again you're going to have more water retention and those things are going to work towards hiding the fat loss progress that you are making and also just make you feel a bit blah and just a bit like shitty and rubbish and again you know when you're not feeling your best you're less likely to make decisions which are in line with your goals and your values and if you really value fat loss at the moment you're less likely to be able to prioritize that because you're going to be feeling not super great and there is a massive connection between anxiety and digestion and also the kind of foods that you're using um that you're eating sorry and the way that impacts um your mental health your cognition all of those things there's a massive connection between your digestive system um and your mentality and your mental state and so those things are a really important connection that we need to look at and stress can play quite a significant role within that so we want to make sure that you're not getting super stressed through work or anything like that and I think the really important thing to remember is that being in a calorie deficit is stressful for the body from an evolutionary point of view your body thinks that there is not enough food to go around and so it's it's kind of it's getting a bit worried if you add on top of that the fact that you're probably exercising And a lot of women in particular use cardio during this time, quite excessive amounts of cardio, super intense cardio, which again, it's a stressor. And so you put, you know, work stress, life stress, family stress together with a calorie deficit and extreme amounts of exercise or cardio. And you're creating almost like a perfect storm in your body to create this really stressful environment, which can make it really hard to regulate your mood, regulate your appetite, have good sleep, have good digestion, all of those sorts of things. So it's something that we want to be really, really, really aware of and really careful about and really compassionate to our bodies of all the things that we're putting it through in order to go through this calorie deficit. This is not to say that you shouldn't lose body fat and this is not to say that you shouldn't enter into a calorie deficit. It's just to make you aware of the situation that it's creating for your body um, and to be aware of the impact that it may have on your stress levels. So now I'm gonna go over some things that I think are really important to implement all the time whether you're in a calorie deficit or not but especially at this time to try and minimize stress or minimize the effect that stress has on you um, and your appetite and your mood um, and your calorie deficit so starting and I think this is a really really important one and it's something that I've started doing recently and I found it really beneficial but I would like to caveat that it's taken me a long time to get into it. I've been trying to do this for years and I've never really been consistent enough with it to see the results I know that's so um ironic that I'm talking about not being consistent enough when all I talk about is the importance of consistency but still you know nobody's perfect and all that um so the first thing is journaling journaling is it has so much scientific backing for being something that is so positive 
for your mental health and well-being um, and it's something that I think that more people should do whether you're male or female whether you're in a calorie deficit or not whether you think you're stressed or anxious or have low mood or anything like that or not I still think it's such an important thing to do because it's so our lives are like, like so busy and so full-on and I feel like it's so easy to just go through the day the week the month without ever checking in on yourself checking how you feel about things checking in on whether you're okay um, and so this just gives you the opportunity to make sure that you are okay and to uncover the way that you feel about things um so journaling it doesn't have to be about you know your calorie deficit or about your stress but just journaling and uncovering the way that you feel about things and the way you react to things and um I just think all of those things are so beneficial to know yourself better um and to kind of have an outlet for your feelings that you don't really need to worry about like no one's ever going to read your journal so you can write whatever you need to write in order to get it off your chest, get it out of your system and feel lighter as a result of that. Um, so journaling is definitely the first thing. Um, and there are some great journaling prompts if you just Google like journaling prompts for better sleep or for reduced stress or for, um, you know, better mood or, you know, you can find journaling prompts for anything. Um, and I think they can be a really useful thing when you're getting into journaling and you're not really sure what to write about. It'll usually come up with a question um, like, you know, are your behaviours in line with your values? Or what behaviours have you shown today that are in line with your values or whatever it might be? Um, and I think that it's a really, really important and valuable thing to do, especially if you can do it consistently. Um, and it's definitely helped me understand what I think is important um, and helped me live more in alignment with my values, which overall I think makes for a happier life. The second thing is getting fresh air. So this is kind of beneficial for a couple of reasons. Um, one, if you're getting fresh air, you might also be walking, which is great towards the steps to help with fat loss, but just getting outside, getting some fresh air, getting in nature, getting some vitamin D on your skin, all of those things can be really positive for improved mental health and for reduced stress. Um, drinking enough water. So many processes in our body require water um, and require good hydration. And I feel like in this country, we're so bad at drinking water. I could drink probably like four liters of Pepsi Max in a day, but ask me to drink four liters of water and I just would tell you that I couldn't, even though I probably definitely could. So get yourself a water bottle. If it's got a straw, bonus points. I don't know what it is about drinking through a straw, but it's so much easier to drink lots of water through a straw, in my opinion. Um, but get a water bottle and keep it with you all the time um, and never let it out of your sight. As soon as it's empty, fill it up because it, it's just it's just an important thing to do. And I feel like sometimes it's not even about like the direct impact that being hydrated has on you. It's your ability or your willingness to do something that's good for you um, is really important in that I feel like it shows a self-respect. You know, like if you're willing to do things that look after your body, for example, like using SPF, there's research that suggests that people who use SPF um, have greater body image because they're doing something that looks after their own body. Um, so again, hydration is something similar, like the only benefit, the only person who benefits from you being hydrated is you. Um, and so doing something that is good for you can be associated with um, improved body image and um, improve mood and all those sorts of things. Um, and then the final thing is like set boundaries, set work boundaries. If you're someone who comes home and is on their laptop, 
answering emails or you know doing whatever your boss randomly last minute told you you had to do at like 10 o'clock at night when you're supposed to be having date night with your partner or spending time with your kids or even if you don't have plans but just like why are you letting your work take over your life set some boundaries of like actually I clock out at this time do not expect a response from me after this time um or whatever it might be setting boundaries with family and friends about things that they can say to you and things that you don't want them to comment on or whatever it might be you know like have those hard boundaries and stick to those boundaries so that you know that you have time away from work that you have time to yourself that you have time to do things that are important to you um and that can massively help to reduce stress because you have time where you can complete, re- completely relax away from the like responsibilities um, and and just like work life in general. I feel like it's so hard to set those boundaries, especially like um, like a lot of my friends going into new jobs like post uni. Um, and you you wanna you know you wanna do a good job. You want people to. Um, to look to you for like promotions and look to you for new opportunities. But at the end of the day, like you have to look after yourself first because you cannot pour from an empty cup. So set those boundaries um, and stick to them and that will massively help to reduce stress over time. But yeah, that is kind of what I wanted to go over today because I think it can be a massively overlooked element of fat loss. Like this is not just, you know, eat less, move more. There are so many other factors that may be making this process harder for you than it needs to be. So if you can manage your stress, then you'll be managing your mood, you'll be managing your appetite and the whole situation will flow so much easier. If you are ready for coaching, if you are looking for a little bit of a helping hand along your journey to, um, achieve a fat loss result or to get into the gym or just build your confidence get over your all or nothing mindset anything like that then um blossom actually launched on monday which is super exciting um and we've had lots of interest in it which is just amazing if you are interested the intakes run on a weekly basis every single monday um so you can either fill out the form in my bio on instagram at page gracefit or you can dm me on instagram and ask any questions that you have um or if you just like some advice about how you can lower your stress or about how you think that stress might be affecting your fat loss progress then we can absolutely chat about that again dm me at page gracefit on instagram but i hope you all have lovely days thank you so much for listening